We welcome you back to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, October the 24th. We hope and pray that you and your families continue to be in good spirits, good health, and prepared to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Brother and Sister Kance are asking for traveling grace as they will be out of town for the next two Lord's Days. Please keep the Kances in your prayers. Sister Regina White returned home safely by the grace of God, and she thanks everyone for your prayers and asks that you continue to pray for her family and for her son, Troy, who continues to make progress in his recovery. Brother Byron Benitez was readmitted to the hospital after being rushed to the emergency room on Friday morning. He is still suffering several complications from COVID-19, but did test negative for the virus at this point. They were in the process of running several tests and administering more medications. Now, Brother Hiawatha still has milder symptoms from COVID-19, and he is waiting to be retested. Please continue to pray for Brother Byron and his family, as well as Brother Hiawatha. Now, as a side note, Brother Benitez's insurance does not cover COVID-19 medical expenses, so the family is asking for assistance. If you would like to assist, please send your check payable to the Kingsley Terrace Church of Christ, attention, Dwayne Himes, slash Guatemala Mission, 2031 East 30th Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46. 218. Or you can send assistance via their PayPal account at missionguat at hotmail.com. That's M-I-S-S-I-O-N-G-U-A-T-E at hotmail.com. Be sure to add a note specifying the Benitez's medical expenses, and they will be grateful for any amount that you can send. Now, if you would need this information again, all you have to do is just send, send me a text message or call me, and I'll be happy to give you this information again. Continue to pray for all our families that are still going through bereavement at this time. Also, continue to pray for Sister Rakaya Compton, Brother Edgar and Sister Robbie, also for Sister Jerice Bond and her son. And we want to encourage each of you to always uh, be mindful of our prayer list, pray for our sick, shut-in, bereaved, elderly, traveling members, and let's continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards, and text messages whenever we can. The Delta variant of COVID-19 continues to be on the rise, and for the continued safety of all members attending worship at the building, Continue to follow our basic COVID-19 requirements, which include wearing your face mask the entire time you're in the building, practicing social distancing, washing hands, and taking a temperature check upon entering the building. Your continued consideration and cooperation is greatly appreciated. Brother Kance will continue his study, Exploits of David, today, and the lesson text will come from 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 23 through 42. The title is David and Abigail. We hope you will continue to tune in and study along with Brother Ken's anytime on the Lord's Day. 
And you can contact Brother Kance with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kants at gmail.com. Please join me once again this Wednesday evening as we continue our new study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace. Part one of the series is titled Being a Senior Citizen in the Lord's Church. Now, I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. Church, this will conclude our updated announcements for this Lord's Day. We will now begin today's worship service. Good morning, everyone. If we would get in our seats. Good morning to everyone. We want to welcome everyone here this morning to our morning worship service here at the Church of Christ. It's here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It is good to see this number that are here with us this morning. Uh, several empty seats as we look around the audience, but we do hope that others are on their way. We do hope those that are at home are listening to our service on podcast on this beautiful fall Lord's Day. A day that God has made and, made and we are truly thankful that he has allowed us to be alive on this Lord's Day. Good to see Sister Green back with us this morning. Good to have you, Sister Green. You've truly been in our prayers. We've missed you and glad that God has enabled you to have the health and strength to come back and be with us this morning. You have truly been in all of our prayers. Again, we ask that everyone understand that masks are required the entire time that you are in uh, the building. Social distancing is a must, so look around and make sure that you sit in one of the pews that are marked with green tape, and also that our cell phones are off. Make sure that your cell phones are off or uh, muted. We do not want worship service to be interrupted during this time of reverence to God. So again, we welcome everyone here this morning. Our announcements. Our sympathy goes out to the Crouch family on the passing of Brother Bill Crouch. He's one of the elders of the Antioch of the Akron Avenue Church of Christ uh, who passed away on the 6th. You know, we work very closely with Akron Avenue and uh, a lot of us are very familiar with Brother Crouch, uh, who had been in a nursing home for a while. So our prayers go out to the Crouch family and to the, to the Akron Avenue congregation. It's posted that a celebration of life will be Tuesday uh, the 19th. Visitation will begin at 1 and a funeral to follow at 2 at Akron Avenue. Again, we encourage all to continue to listen to our weekly Bible classes on Lord's Day, our podcast, Brother Kent's, and on Wednesdays, at 7.15 p.m. on our conference call, uh, Brother William Carruthers conducts that class. Also good to, to have Sister Pillar back. I know that Sister Pillar had, had been uh, not feeling well. Good to see her back. And she is asking for our prayers for her uh, continuing health and strength. And also she had her booster shot. So we want to keep Sister Pillar in our prayers. Uh, Brother White will have a medical uh, test this coming Wednesday, and he's asking for our prayers. And Sister White uh, is projected to be traveling back today, uh, back home here. 
to the state and we are asking, she's asking for traveling grace. The new directory inserts, uh, they are now ready and will be handed out at the end of service as we exit out. That is one handout per household, and this is for Lawrence Avenue members only since it has our sensitive information. So one insert, directory insert, will be given per household as we exit out of the building uh, this morning. And if you get it and you see information is not correct, uh, these are the last information that has been given to us. So if that information is not correct, then you need to make sure that you get the correct information to Sister Campbell. Uh, if we don't have new phone numbers and addresses, we can't post them. So make sure that uh, the information that you will see in the insert is correct. If it's not, if you would give that new information to Sister Campbell. Let's give this note. Uh, we have a neighbor right across the street uh, I believe he's a police officer, a neighbor across the street is a fireman. Evidently, this is also his brother or a family member also that that's his son, okay, that stays across the street. Sometimes he parks his police vehicle in the parking lot. We were told that his daughter, his young daughter, she's somewhere in the age of seven, eight, uh, she has, uh, there's been a tumor found on her brain at the age of seven, eight, so we know this is a tremendous impact uh, on the family, so Lawrence Avenue, they're asking for our prayers. Sister Andrea Shelton is asking for prayers for her and her family and the Scruggs family and the loss of her cousin, uh, Gina Scruggs, uh, found dead uh, is that Wednesday morning. Uh, sorry to hear that. The funeral at, uh, the funeral at Smith Brothers on the 22nd. Uh, 11 to 12 visitation and funeral to follow. Uh, please keep me in prayers also for my health and strength. Also, Lorenzo requests the church to continue to pray for him. Uh, sorry to hear of your loss in the family and also for Shelton. We will keep you in prayer as well as Lorenzo. Brother Taylor and Trenton Moore are visiting today at Jackson Street Church of Christ. So that's why we don't see them. Order of service, singing this morning, Brother Michael, uh, Sister uh, Darlene, good to see you this morning. I didn't, I'm looking at you, I said, the name was correct, I just saw you come in. Uh, good, to, good, good to see you this morning. She hadn't uh, been here since we extended prayers uh, for your family and for the loss of your brother. Singing this morning, Brother Michael Jackson, Scripture and Prayer, Brother John Phillips, our sermon, Brother Arnold Spivey, Prayer for Offering and Lord's Supper, Brother uh, Tyrone Moore, and our closing prayer, Brother Sam Otis. Now let's prepare for our morning worship service, and again, welcome everyone. Good morning. Our first song this morning will be taken from page nine. That is page nine. A wonderful savior. <laughs> we'll be singing the first, second, and third verse of page nine. All found? Let's sing. 
A wonderful Savior is Jesus my Lord, a wonderful Savior to me. He hideth my soul in a cleft of the rock, where rivers of pleasure I see. He hideth my soul in a cleft of the rock, that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of his love and covers me there with his hand and covers me there with his hand. A wonderful Savior is Jesus my Lord. He taketh my burden away. He holdeth me up and I shall not be moved. He giveth me strength as my day. He hideth my soul in a cleft of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of his love and covers me there with his hand and covers me there with his hand. With numberless blessings each moment he crowns and filled with his fullness divine. I sing in my rapture, O glory to God, for such a redeemer as mine. He hideth my soul in a cleft of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of his love and covers me there with his hand and covers me there with his hand. Our next song will be taken from page 846. That is page 846. Beloved, let us love one another. And we will be singing it twice. Page 846. All found? Let us sing. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He who loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. First John 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He who loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. First John 4, 7 and 8. We will now be led in scripturing and prayer. Good morning, beloved family. Isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord? Hmm, such a beautiful day, and we can be gathered here together to honor God. Our scriptural reading this morning is found in Philippians, the fourth chapter, and the verses seven. Philippians, the fourth chapter, and the verses seven. 
going to read just follows. I'm reading from the King James. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, <clears throat> verse 7. Let's bow in prayer. Almighty, most awesome and wonderful God, it is you who woke us up this morning with the finger of your love. Your mercies were renewed this morning, Father God, and we say thank you that you woke us up so that we can be here. We pray, dear Lord, that all that we do today, all the songs that will be sung, the prayers, the lessons, the communion will all go up uh, to a satisfactory level to you. And we pray, Father, that we be done in spirit and in truth. So we pray, dear Lord, that the words of my mouth this morning and the meditation of my heart will be whole and acceptable in thy sight. Father God, you've given us such a beautiful day, a day that we can come and worship you, a day that we can come and fellowship together to hold hands and to encourage one another as you would have us to do. We thank you for all of the many blessings that you bestow upon us, Father, some that we don't even know about because of your goodness. That's just the kind of God that you are. You're a loving God, a caring God, a God who wants to believe in us if we can just do what is right according to your will and your way. Amen. Father God, we pray this morning and we're thankful for your son and our savior, Yeshua. He is the Christ, the Holy One of Israel, who left his home in glory, Father, to come down to this low ground of sorrow, this sinful earth, Father, to seek and to save those that were lost, and we were all lost, Father, and in need of a savior. So you were willing to give up your son for sinful people, a stubborn and a stiff neck and a hard-headed, arrogant people sometimes that we can be, Father, but you loved us anyway. You made a way for us when we had no way at all to obtain salvation, but we're thankful that we can obtain it through your son and our savior, Jesus. Father, we, at this time, we pray for all of those that are sick. We pray, Father, for those that are dealing with all types of mental conditions, whether they are depressed, whether they have bipolar disease or schizophrenia, whatever mental condition that they're struggling with, Father, if it be thy will, help them, Lord, in their most difficult time. We pray for those that have medical illnesses, heart, high blood pressure, diabetes, things that could take our lives, Father, we pray for them also, and we pray for their renewed health and strength, if it be thy will. We pray for those that are helpless, those that feel hopeless, those that feel lost, abandoned, abused, and misused, Father, we pray for them. We pray for our children, our most precious possession. We pray for our grandchildren, Father, we pray that you can keep a hedge of protection around them and that, that we will be the leaders of the houses that we should be to protect them, to teach them, and to guide them in your way, which is the only way to salvation. Amen. Father God, we pray for this country. She is sick. There's so much hatred, violence, so much that we just don't seem to be able to love one another as you've told us to do, Father. For America could be solved of all of its problems if we could just love thy neighbor as we love ourselves. Father God, we pray for the one who's gonna shortly stand before us to break off into the words of life 
that is able to save our souls. Give him that ready remembrance, Father, that he can uh, explain to us those things that he studied in such a way that even a child can understand his words, his meaning, and his thoughts. Thank you for, again for this day. We pray this prayer in the name of the one who raised poor Lazarus from the dead, who said, peace, be still. The one who made the blind to see, the mute to talk, and the deaf to hear, he is our Lord and our Savior and our Son. It is in his name that we ask all favors and blessings. Let the assembled of the church say, amen. amen. If you'd like to mark it, our song of invitation will be taken from page 29. That's page 29. But for now, let us all know it's page 575. 575. We will be seeing the first, second, and third verse. All found? Let us sing. The Lord's our rock, in him we hide, a shelter in a time of storm. Secure whatever ill be tied, a shelter in a time of storm. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. I said a weary land. I said a weary land. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. He's a shelter in a time of storm. A shade by day, defense by night. A shelter in a time of storm. No fears, alarm, no foes affright. A shelter in a time of storm. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. I said a weary land. I said a weary land. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. He's a shelter in a time of storm. The raging storms may round us be. A shelter in a time of storm. We'll never leave our safe retreat, a shelter in a time of storm. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. I said a weary land, I said a weary land. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a weary land. He's a shelter in a time of storm. Oh, Jesus is a rock in a Weary land, Jesus is a rock in a weary land, shelter in a time of storm. Good morning. Good morning. Once again, good morning. Good morning. As Brother John said, we are in the house of the Lord. There ought to be a smile on every face after being beat up by the world. We ought to be happy this morning to find ourselves within the house of the Lord. We ought to be filled this morning with spiritual energy because the Bible tells us it is that inner man that is being renewed day by day. So we ought to be happy. We ought to be full this morning. 
to come and worship the God of heaven as he has commanded, that being in spirit and in truth. So we're going to give you a checkup this morning to make sure, first of all, you're in the right place. And if you've come to worship the God of heaven, then you find yourself in the right place. <clears throat> Excuse me. A couple weeks ago, we began looking at a, a lesson dealing with the heart. We explained to you what the heart was based upon not what man says, but based upon the word of God. We began to look at how important it is when it comes to conditions of the heart. Because see, those conditions of the heart ultimately affect our relationship with God. So we, we started a, a series of lessons looking at not the conditions of, but the conditioning of. Some things that we can implement into our daily lives to make sure that our heart is operating the way that it needs to do, not on so much a physical level, but on a spiritual level. So I want to, to continue along those same lines this morning. Because as we said last week, now, you, you, you know when you give yourself a checkup and you don't match up according <clears throat> to the word of God, then you see, we said there are some things that need to change. Maybe you need to change your diet like we talked about last week. Remember how we said a couple weeks ago that sometimes you need to add a little fiber. Because when you add a little fiber, you, you, you get rid of some things that you really don't need. And we said that the word of God works the same way. The more of the word of God you put in, the more of the world you have to purge out. So sometimes we need to change our diet. So if you check yourself this morning based upon the word of God and things don't match up, then we're going to let you know what it is you need to do. Let's use for a topic this morning, give me a peace. Give me a peace. In our scriptural text this morning, it was taken from the book of Philippians, and it was chapter 4, and it was verse number 7. And I want to go back, and I want you to read that again with me this morning. And here the Bible says, and the peace of God. Not just any peace. Now, I, I want you to, to understand at the offset that this is the peace of God. And it says now, which transcends, which surpasses all understanding. What is this peace going to do? It's going to guard our hearts. It's going to guard our minds. But before we can get into our, our, our lesson this morning, we need to understand <clears throat> what it is it's talking about when it says mind and when it says hearts. See, it, it, is, it is the mind that when we look at it, it is the mind that we use to think upon things. For the Bible says what? Set your mind on things 
above. <clears throat> when you look at your, your heart, it is your heart that, that has your emotions, that, that has your, your will. It is the heart that has the ability to discern between what is right and what is wrong based upon what you're thinking of. So now the Bible says, now, this peace <clears throat> is able to guard our hearts and is able to guard our minds. Because, see, sometimes, church, we, we seek the wrong peace. Now, when things go, go wrong in our life, when there is a certain amount of, of unrest, the cry goes out that, I wish I had some peace in my life. My wife will tell you, when I come home from work after talking to students all day long, I go out on the back and I turn the TV on and I can stay out there for hours by myself. Because to me, that is a, that is a source of peace. But this peace that we're going to be talking about this morning, this peace that comes from God, is on a whole nother level. We got to understand now that, that, that peace is not the absence of conflict. Peace is not the absence of turmoil. Peace is knowing that God is in the midst. That's the type of peace that we're going to be talking about this morning. This is the type of peace that transcends or surpasses all of our understanding. We don't need to know how God is going to do it. Man. Just since God does it. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of things that I don't understand. Yes, sir. I don't understand how when I get up this morning and it was cold, I, 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 I flipped the switch that says heat. And I set it for 70 degrees, and before I know it, it's 70 degrees. I don't know how it works, but let it not work, and then we got some problems. So I don't need to know how it is that God gives me this peace because the Bible says it surpasses all of my understanding. Now, what we need to know also in this lesson is when we get halfway through it, we're going to look at how it is that we obtain this peace. Now, this peace has been promised to us, but you know how God works. God's promises are conditional sometimes. So we're going to look at these conditions as well. Because the end of our scriptural text says now, in Christ Jesus. So we're going to see that it is conditional. So what I want us to, to, to do this morning is to, is to break down our scriptural text so that we can get a better understanding of what it is the Bible is saying. We run over here a lot of times. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard my hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We say a lot of stuff, but we don't know what it means. <clears throat> my wife can watch football all day long. She can yell when everybody else yells, but she may not know all the rules of the game. But see, to her, the only thing that matters is when the clock hits those zeros, the Titans have more points than anybody else. 
Sometimes in order for you to, to get a better understanding and better enjoyment of the game, you got to understand what it is you're watching. And if we're going to quote some scripture to a dying and perishing world, we need to understand what it is that we're quoting. So it says once again, and the peace of God, which transcends, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Let's break it down into three parts. And the peace of God. When you look at the word peace in, in its Greek form, it means a, 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 a quietness. It means a type of, of rest. The Amplified Version of the Bible says now, it, it, it uses the term, the peace which reassures. I like that. The peace that reassures you. Because Sister Tara, I can be in a situation where everything around me is falling apart. Everybody else is standing on sinking sand and I'm watching it make its way toward me. But before I begin to fret, I think about the peace of God, and it reassures me that I don't have to worry. It can be headed this way, Brother Holderson, but the peace of God lets me know that when it gets to me, he's going to say, peace be still. That's the peace that we're talking about. That's the peace that reassures me that no matter what anybody else says, What matters most to me is what God says. I have an appointment with the doctor, and I go in, and the doctor looks at me, puts his head down, shakes his head, and he says, Arnold, I've done all I can do for you. I tell him, thank you. And then I say, you know what, it's all right. Because, see, my trust is in Christ Jesus. Amen. See, you can only do so much. And my faith is limited by who I put my trust in. But if I put my trust in Christ Jesus, I get that peace that surpasses all understanding. What did he tell you, Arnold? He told me he's done all he can do. But why do you look so pleased? Because God can do better. That's the peace that we're talking about this morning. Man can only do so much. But God is not limited. You got to understand that, church. We're going to go through some things. But if you understand this verse here, when the world looks at you and they say, Sister Tara, how can you walk around with a smile on your mm -hmm. face? You just got fired. How can you walk around with a smile on your face? I've got the peace of God. Aren't you worried about tomorrow? No. Because first of all, tomorrow may not come. Today has enough problems of its own, and before I begin to worry, God has already figured it out. That's the peace that we're talking about. And until you have to go through some things, you may not understand what this peace is, church. Sometimes they say, you know what, joy cometh in the morning. 
but it may be a long night. That's when the peace of God comes in. We can say God can only give me, God won't give me any more than I can bear. Problem is, I don't know how much I can bear. But when I understand the peace of God, I'm able to say, God, whatever the world puts on me, I'm going to bring it to you. The peace of God. It's a different type of peace. And we got to understand, first of all, it is the peace of God. The world can only give me so much. In this pandemic that's going on now, we give man too much credit. Oh, the vaccine did this and the, the vaccine did that. Who gave man the ability to come up with the vaccine? So instead of saying, thank you, Pfizer, thank you, Johnson and Johnson, we ought to be saying, thank you, God. When we flip on our TVs and we watch this happen today and, 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 and this happen tomorrow, it ought to concern us a little bit, but it ought not worry us because God is still in control. We got to understand, church, that, that this peace of God reflects who God is. I'm let that sink in. This peace of God reflects who God is. Let me break it down for you. You ever seen God anxious about anything? You ever seen God worried about how he's going to pay for heaven? You ever seen the angels in heaven go on strike? You ever seen that? Don't have to worry about that. Because God has that under control. Now, we've got to understand the same thing. Now, God takes care of his employees. But we've got to do some work. We've got to get to work on time. So this peace of God reflects who God is. And if God tells me, be not anxious for anything, I don't need to be anxious. I want you to think about this. Half of the stuff that we worry about never even happens. <laughs> you ever thought about that? You wake up in the morning, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about this. And before the day is over, what you were worried about, it didn't even happen. So you waste it. Sometimes. You waste the time and God has already told you, don't even worry about it. That's where this peace comes in. Now, the Bible says now, which transcends all understanding. Surpasses all understanding. As we said before, there are a lot of things that I don't understand. I don't understand why the sun rises in one direction and sets in another direction. I don't understand that. I don't understand why all the ports are backed up. I don't understand why when the pandemic came, I couldn't get toilet paper. 
<laughs> I don't understand it. But it happens. But now, when this peace transcends my understanding, my understanding is limited. My thoughts are not his thoughts. I got to understand that. So instead of me sitting down, Brother Bell, trying to figure out how God's going to do what he's going to do, just let God be God. Just let God be God. God, I don't, do, 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 God, I, I can't help you on this one, God. God doesn't need your help. God, we can, we can figure this thing out, can't we, God? <laughs> God says, <laughs> look, get over here. I got this. See, and when I say we, we worry about some things that never even happened, God has already figured it out, church. We're worried about how I'm going to pay my $200 NES bill. You're worried about it. They're going to turn my lights off. But now, when you understand this particular verse, it's saying the peace of God is going to guard your hearts and your mind. You don't need to worry about that. And so when we get an understanding of this, instead of you sitting down and becoming anxious about how you're going to pay that thing, this peace of God will say, Brother Ernest, don't even worry about that. Don't you do that. I can handle this. The phone rings. Uh, Brother Ernest, you know what? I, I, I was just thinking about you. Is there anything I can do for you? Brother Spiber, as a matter of fact, it is. <clears throat> I'm having some trouble with my light bill. <clears throat> okay. God has already worked it out. It's that peace of God now that's guarding your heart. Instead of you sitting there being anxious about it. Because see, when you get anxious about it, Satan is watching you. He's going to put some stuff in there that doesn't need to be in there. But this peace of God is going to say, hold up. I've got you. Amen. I'm able. Now, I don't understand why my phone rang when it did. You don't need to understand that. That's God being God. He says it will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That guard is, is a military term. When somebody stands guard, they're watching. And they're not going to let anybody come close to you that's going to do you harm. Think about the Secret Service and the President. They engulf him. They put a hedge around him. This peace of God could do the same thing for you. Anxiousness and doubt try to get in. Ho, 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 ho. Let me see some ID. Hmm. Are you a representative of God? No, uh -uh, can't get in here. Can't get in. Because see, that's how this, 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 this piece of God works. And if you understand it, church, your life will be so much better. Your heart will be so much better. And we're talking about conditioning your heart. If you wake up in the morning and you say, whatever I come in contact with, God's got that. 
It's easy to live life, church. Now, am I going to have some hard times? Am I going to have some difficulties in my life? Yes, that's part of life. But who is still in control? All right. Surpasses all of my understanding. So another way that we can look at this thing is, is we shouldn't be worried about anything, church. We shouldn't be threatening about anything. Because, see, this peace of God is, is passive and it's active. It's passive and it's active. When things are going good, they're still on guard, still watching. But when things start to go bad, when things get ready to attach you, they go on heightened alert. They're guarding your heart and they're guarding your mind. To help us understand this, uh, the, the, the amplified version says, and the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus is yours. But as we said before, church, there are some conditions here. You have to be in Christ, Jesus. The easy read version says this. It says now, I want you to catch this one. I like this one. The easy read version says now, and because you belong to Christ Jesus. Because you belong to Christ Jesus, God's peace will stand guard over your thoughts and your feelings. His peace can do this far better than our human mind. Did you catch that? It's conditional. It says, now, because you are in Christ Jesus, God is going to do something for you. Sometimes we miss that, church. We want to be everything else. We want to tell everybody else, I'm this, I'm that, but we don't want to tell them I'm a child of God. Well, my job, I get Titan tickets as a fringe benefit. Well, as a child of God, tell some people about the fringe benefits that you get. I get all spiritual blessings because I'm in Christ Jesus. I get the peace of God because I'm in Christ Jesus. I get the opportunity of making heaven my home. Why? Because I'm in Christ Jesus. Tell some people that. It is your reasonable service. Mm. Mm. So do you want this, this peace of God that we're talking about this morning? Have you had to experience this peace of God this morning? Have you been through some things in your life that when you got to the end, you couldn't figure out how you got from point A to point B? Just say, but God. And tell somebody. We tell everything else. Amen. Everything else about you is on Facebook. 
I'm in a relationship with. But I've never seen I'm in a relationship with God. I'm in Christ Jesus. Why? Why don't we put that on Facebook? I was at the party last night. You post that on Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's a whole different lesson right there. Let me get back on this one so we can get out of here on time. So the song, all of this up. There's a new version or, or, or translation of the Bible, and, and, and it's called the message translation or the message version. Now, I, I don't really recommend you. It's just one man's opinion. But the way that he put this one particular verse makes a lot of sense. It makes it easier for us to understand. And it says, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns, <clears throat> before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. That sums it up, church. And it's that peace of God. But as we said before, this is a conditional promise. So how do, we, how do we get this, church? See, th th there's only one way that, that we can obtain this peace of God. Let's go back to the Philippian letter. Chapter 4. And we're going to look at what the conditions are for you to obtain this peace of God. And I want you to look at verse number six. Now here are the conditions for you to obtain this peace. It says now be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication in everything I want you to catch this now be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving Letting your request be made known to God. And then when you get down to verse 7, there, there's no stoppage there. It is a continuation, and it ties these two together. And because of verse 6, it says, and, or as a result of this, this peace of God can be yours. Be anxious for nothing. So now I think where we struggle at sometimes, church, we can, we can quote this verse. But do we know the difference between prayer and supplication and thanksgiving? And this is not the November 25th Thanksgiving that we're talking about here. It says now in prayer, when I pray, I'm acknowledging that I need God. That's what prayer is. When I pray to him, I'm saying, God, I need you. I need you to intervene in some stuff that's going on in my life. 
When I make petitions, I'm making God aware of my situation. Now, when, when I get down to the next one, in, in, in presenting, what, 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 what I'm doing here is I'm asking God to solve what it is I'm going through. Thanksgiving, I'm saying, God, thank you for what you're going to do before you even do it. And if I do all of these, when I put all of these things together, what am I going to end up with, Brother Bell? I'm going to end up with the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. But Brother Spavik, when have I seen this peace? When have I seen this, this type of comfort, Brother Spavik? When you are sick. God gives you the peace of comfort. When you are afraid, God gives you the peace of his presence. 23rd Psalm. When you are confused, God gives you the peace of his wisdom. When you have sinned, God gives you the peace that comes from his forgiveness. When you're in financial difficulty, God gives you the peace of his provision. When you're weak, God gives you the peace of his strength. Come on, somebody. When you're tired, God offers you the peace of his rest. Come unto me, all ye that heavy labor, and I will give you rest. When I am discouraged, he offers me the peace of his joy. Joy is not dependent upon the circumstances. When I am rejected... God gives me the peace of his love. And as a child of God, if I've lived my life according to the word of God, when I take my last breath, God is going to give me the peace of eternal life. And if you understand this term, peace, as we said before, it's a feeling of quietness. It's a feeling of rest. When I have this peace of God, when everybody else is fretting about what tomorrow is going to bring, I put my head down on my pillow and I say good night world. Thank you, God, for everything that you've done for me. As a child of God, and when I understand this peace, worried about what tomorrow may bring. I could have struggled yesterday, but when today comes, God has given me another opportunity. And if I turn it all over to him, I can still obtain <clears throat> this peace. See, this peace of God, church, has nothing to do, I want you to catch this, with our circumstances. It has nothing to do with our situations. It's God being in the, in the midst. There's always going to be turmoil. <clears throat> There's always going to be troubles going on <clears throat> in the world. But as a child of God, I, I, I ought to be able to pull back the curtains on all that's going on in the world. 
and still stay focused on Christ Jesus. A lot of stuff is going on, church. Inside and outside. But you know, church, we got to understand that God is still in control. If you're causing some turmoil within the body of Christ, don't you think God has the ability to reach in and pick you up and say, uh-uh, not today, and set you over here? God has a way, church, of making things come out the way they need to be. Because remember, he said, in the gates of hell shall not prevail against thee. So man can try to destroy this church. But it's the peace of God that lets us know, not today. And church, you see, when we understand <clears throat> this peace of God, it does our hearts good. Understand what I'm saying? It does our hearts good, because I am conditioning my heart. I'm conditioning my heart to know that whatever it is that's coming my way, the peace of God is able to say, stop! You ain't going no farther. Remember when the storms came on the boat and, and Christ was on the back of the boat sleep. And they said, don't you worry about it. Aren't you concerned about us, Brother Bell? And he got up from his slumber. And he simply just said, peace. Be still. But then he chastised them. What did he say? Oh, ye of little faith. And this is where we, 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 we struggle with this peace of God, church, right here. <clears throat> I've got some problems, Brother Otis. And the Bible tells me to bring them to him. I've got so many, I've got some in my hand and i got some in a backpack. But I'm trying to get to him. And when I finally make it to him, he says, just give them to me. Lay them right here at my feet. And I lay them down. But instead of me just walking away from them, you, you, you sure you can, you can handle this, God? We're so attached to those things that so easily beset us that we have a hard time letting them go sometimes. We made it all the way to where we need to drop them off with. But we don't fluff them up. Instead of giving them to God, we let God borrow them for a little while. You know just telling God, I don't trust you, and I don't think you're able to That's what you're telling God. Now, I will walk 20 miles to give you all of my problems. I stumbled along the way to get here, God, but now that I'm here, I'm going to let you have them for a little while. I want some of these things back. And then we can't understand why we struggle through all things of life. Don't you think God is able to handle Those problems, church, have been causing you <clears throat> to stumble. 
on a daily basis. You try to make it, but you keep stumbling over something. When you finally get to a place that where you can drop those things off, why in the world do you want them back? I keep telling y'all I can't swim. Now if I fall out of the boat, and I see you coming toward me, I'd be a fool to try to swim in the other direction. First of all, I can't swim. <laughs> so I'm going to do all that I can do to get to a place of safety. And then when I get there, you pull me up in the boat, and I dry myself off. I said, thank you, and I jump right back in. Church by doing what it is that was just laid out in these particular verses. And as we, as we come to a close here and we understand this piece, it's just simply saying to God, I trust you to handle what it is I'm going through. I trust you. And we'll trust a whole lot of people and a whole lot of things and we'll come to God last. It's saying, God, I trust you and I'm going to leave you with this. And that's where that peace comes in. At. And I hope you have a, a better understanding of how it is that we are to experience this peace of God. But now, but we said this, this piece is, is conditional. It says you have to be in 
Christ Jesus. So how is it that I truly get access to this peace? God has a plan of salvation. He simply says you have to hear the word. Believe what you have heard. Repent of your sins. Confess Christ as being the son of the true and living God. And then be baptized for the remission of those sins. That's the condition in church. Now when you go down into this watery grave of baptism and you have all of those sins washed away, you got a clean heart. You have a, a pure heart at that point. And the way for you to keep it that way is we got to begin conditioning it based upon what's in the word of God. So I hope you have a better understanding of this piece. And once again, this was entitled, Give Me a Peace. And I like that, Give Me a Peace, because, see, it's available. It's promised to you. And now, and when you understand that peace, you can understand John 14, when it says, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And if you understand that peace that God is able to give, then you can understand why your heart should never be troubled. So this morning, if by chance you are here and you are not a member of the body of Christ, you are not in Christ Jesus, that you truly have no access to the peace of, of God. And if you'd like to, you can by simply following God's plan of salvation. But if you are, and by chance you have, you have crossed the line, you have committed some sins. You, you're not out of the game. All you have to do is, is, is repent of those and you get right back in line. Right back where you dropped off at. So we're going to give you that opportunity. And if you just need prayer for yourself or for a family member, you got to understand that when you ask God for something, you got to believe that he's able to provide. You'll not be double-minded. So if you need some things in your life, some spiritual blessings in your life, then come to God and make your request known. As we ask you to stay, stay comfortable. Examine yourself based upon the word of God. He's able to give you a peace. To him I freely give. Trust him in his presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee. Savior, I surrender.
aside, surrender humbly at his feet. I bow. Worldly pleasures all forsaken. Take me, Jesus, take me. church say amen. amen. I want a peace. Don't y'all want a peace? <laughs> Not just any peace, but the peace of God. <laughs> That's the type of peace that we really want and the type that we need. You got some folks that put their peace in an abundance of money. They think that'll give them peace. You got some folks that think that peace comes from abundance of jewelry and diamonds. You got some folks that think that peace comes from 
a lot of real estate. But you know, when they lose all that, they lose their peace. <laughs> but, but a child of God can have none of that and still have peace. <laughs> a peace that surpasses all understanding and any other kind of peace. Y'all, I, I want that type of peace. Because that type of peace keeps you calm. <laughs> That type of peace right there keeps you from worrying. That type of peace keeps your blood pressure down. <laughs> That's some peace, some show enough peace. Thank you, Brother Spivey. Wonderful, wonderful message. Let's strive to have the peace of God and share that with others. We have those that have come to make their uh, wishes known. Brother Tyrone Atkins has come stating that he has sinned and he is asking for the prayers of the church and also he is going to be traveling next week and he's asking for the prayers of traveling grace. Sister Arlene White has come and stating um, that she is asking for the prayers of the church for her and for Bryson and also for her sister Dorothy White who's not feeling well at this time. Sister Darlene uh, Jones, Thompson Jones, is asking for the prayers of the church, stating that she is sin and she just wants to rededicate her life to Christ. Brother Ernest Davis stated that he is sin and has asked for the prayers of the church uh, for himself and also for patience. And Sister Carol Thompson, uh, she's going to be moving. She's going to be moving to Murfreesboro. And with that, she will be moving her membership to the 231 Highway Church of Christ. She says, to my brothers and sisters, I have been nourished here through all my trials and tribulations. Each one has affected my growth. Thank Brother McLean for that day that his evangelist team came by and knocked on my front door with the good news of Jesus Christ. And so we bid her Godspeed and we want to continue to pray for her as well. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again, we thank you for the message that we have heard today. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your word and for all that you've done for us from the earliest of our existence down to this present moment of time. We thank you most of all, Heavenly Father, for thy son and letting him die for us that we may have a right to the tree of life. We come at this time, Heavenly Father, asking that you would please grant the request of all of those that have come to make their requests known. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to be with those that will be traveling. Grant them traveling grace, Heavenly Father, that they may get there and return safe and sound. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you'd please be with those that will be moving away. We ask that you'd please bless Sister Kara and be with her, Heavenly Father, that she can continue to have spiritual growth wherever she might be. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please forgive us of our sins, those that have asked for forgiveness. Please forgive us all, Heavenly Father, for all have come short of thy glory. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you'd please bless Brother Ernest and 
Help him to have patience, Heavenly Father, and not only him, but help us all, Heavenly Father, to, to be that which you would truly have us to be. Continue to guide us and be with us, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would please continue to, to be with Sister Darlene uh, Jones. Bless her, Heavenly Father, and help her to overcome those things which separate her from thee. We ask that you'd please bless those that are bereaved, Heavenly Father. Those that are dealing with the tumors, we ask that you'd please just take them away, Heavenly Father. Continue to be with us all, Heavenly Father, and grant us all the things in which you see we stand in need of. Those that have come out of procedures, we thank you. Those that are going through procedures and will be having procedures, we ask that you would please guide the doctor's hands and be with them, Heavenly Father. We know, Heavenly Father, that you are able to do it all, and we want to say thank you in advance. In the name of Christ, amen. amen. We will now prepare our minds for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us all notice page 621. That is page 621. 10,000 angels. We will be singing the first and the second verse. All found. Let us sing. They bound the hands of Jesus in the garden where he prayed. They led him through the streets in shame. 
sped upon the Savior, so pure and free from sin. They said, crucify him, he's to blame. He could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. Upon his precious head, they placed a crown of thorns. They laughed and said, Behold the King. They struck him and they cursed him and mocked his holy name. All alone he suffered everything. He could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he died alone for you and me. Let us give thanks for the collection. Most glorious and all wise, mighty God, our Heavenly Father. The God that knows and sees all things. The God that gives us all, everything that we need. And the God that allows us to have jobs and means to be able to uh, take care of our families. And, and Heavenly Father, be able to give a portion back to you, which is already yours. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we do just that. We pray, Heavenly Father, for the collection that has been taken up. We pray it will be used in a way it will be pleasing except for thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And you take a moment to prepare your Lord's Supper. Now we have come down to this portion of service where we remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. On him dying on the cross with the sin of mankind. That through his death and suffering we all may have that right to the tree of life. And have a privilege to serve him, which is their true and living God. In one occasion, in one occasion in Matthew, the chapters 26 and the verses 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread. He blessed it. He broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. And he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he gave it to them, saying, drink ye all of this. For this is the blood of the New Testament, which was shed for many for remission of sins. Let us give thanks. Our Father, which art in heaven, he's such a good God. 
you sent your only begotten son to die on the tree of the cross for the sins of mankind. And Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for it. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for your son's precious body and his precious blood that was shed on the cross for the sins of mankind. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now you may take over the body. Now the cup. Now this ends this part of the service. Our last song for the day will be taken from page 888. That is page 888. Thank you, Lord. All found. Oh, wait, we will be singing the first and the third verse. All found? Let's all stand and sing. Thank you, Lord, for loving me, and thank you, Lord, for blessing me. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole and saving my soul. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, saving my soul. Please reveal your will for me so I can serve you for eternity. Use my life in every way. Take hold of it today. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul, I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Let us pray. Righteous and all-wise God, it's again that we approached our throne of grace. We're thankful, Lord, for what our, what our eyes have seen and our ears have heard. Pray, Lord, that we might cherish these things in our hearts, that we might not sin against thee. Bless us, watch over as we leave from this place, but not from thy love. Bring us back at the next appointed time. In the name of Jesus, your Son, our Savior, amen. Amen.